Hi, it's me, Leighton, and we are going to be talking about last episode. But trust me, that's not the topic. We're going to be talking about it to bring up the next topic. So also, I would like to add a side note. If you hear any popping, crackling, snoring, jingling collars or rustling, there is a cute German Shepherd dog who just picked up her head off of my arm and now I can feel my fingers for the la- for like the first time in 30 minutes. So if you hear any snoring or anything like that, that is my dog. Just a precursor. If you hear any snoring in any future episodes, that's probably my dog. Or me, asleep. I don't know. <laughs> but basically, last episode we talked about beauty. I believe that's what we talked about. I think so. This is the first or second episode we talked about beauty and how it's a concept and a construct. And essentially it's just unrealistic. And how we put these labels on things to make things easier to categorize, you know, make things easier to understand, and all that other stuff. So essentially, that brings us into our topic of the day. Who are you? What do you like? Who do you like? Why do you like them? Why do you like the things you like? Why are you comfortable in jeans? Why do you like beer why do you like playing video games why do you like watching the bachelor like why what draws you to the things that you like what makes you you how do you handle scary situations how do you handle trauma how do you function how does your brain work that's kind of the stuff we're talking about today so we're going to be talking about how to find yourself and the deep thoughts you might have trying to find yourself but before we get into all of that beautiful stuff i would like to remind you because i'm going to start doing daily reminders and affirmations please go drink some water (laughs) if you haven't drank any water today please go find some water and drink it not out of not out of the sewer I, i see you don't drink out of that puddle Go get a bottle of water, go get some clear filter water, put some ice in it, and just drink it, please. It doesn't have to have ice. It could be, like, fucking hot. Just drink water, please. You're a human. I don't want you to be dehydrated. Also, go eat. Eat some food, please. (laughs) Go eat. I don't care if you eat a bag of chips. Just eat something, please. And just know that you are unique and amazing and creative and beautiful just the way you are. And I just want you to know that because you are a beautiful human because guess what? You're exactly who you're supposed to be. You're exactly where you're supposed to be at at this point in your life. And I love you. (laughs) And if you want to contact me, you can contact me at my email. Email me. Shoot me an email. Just say hi or add me on Snapchat. If you want my Snapchat, I think... No, I don't think it's in the trailer anymore. I think it changed the trailer. But anyway, if you want my Snapchat, you can email me <laughs> and I will give it to you. Uh, my email is at, is B-I-G-R-E-D-S-T-E-L-E. Let me say that one more time. B-I-G-R-E-D-S-T-E-E-L-E at gmail.com. If you want to talk to me, tell me about your day. Just have a chat. I will listen to you. I will talk to you. Because... People are cool. (laughs) And I like talking to people and I want to be there for you. So yes. So now that we're done with our affirmations and me plugging my email. um, Essentially, 
a good way, a good way to find out who you are is to actually sit down and have a conversation with yourself. Either think in your head or talk out loud or write it down or sing a song or rap, make an art piece. It doesn't matter. Do something that requires you to thoughtlessly function. So essentially, you're allowing yourself to speak in a room by yourself. Just talking. Talk about your day. Talk about why a certain situation upset you so much and you'll be shocked because most of the time people say things they didn't think that they were going to say people say things they didn't expect it like expect to say people say things they didn't think that they felt like when you're in an argument and you say something and then the back of your mind you're like wow I didn't realize I was this upset about this the thing is is that it's because those become subconscious thoughts that could have been a conscious thought that you had that you suppressed or you never actually thought about it it was just something in the back of your brain that you knew but never realized actualized or capitalized on the thing is is that a good way to find out who you are is to actually think about who you are like if you like the color red question yourself of why you like it so much I do that to people all the time. If I ask them what their favorite color is, I'll be like, why? Why do you like that color? My favorite color is green. And a lot of people think that it's blue. Because a lot of people don't know that my actual favorite color is green. And the reason why I like the color green is because it is a secondary color. I love primary. Like, I love primary colors. Don't get me wrong. Red, yellow, and, like, uh, blue are amazing. But... Green is my favorite color because it is two primary colors, blue and yellow, mixed together. And it's the idea of green being more than one thing. It's two things in one and it reminds me of the smell of fresh cut grass. But I've taken the time to think about why I like the color green so much. I've actually taken the time To break it down in my own brain of why I like it. And I do that with everything I like. I like it and sometimes it's just, I like it. I don't have a reason to like it. I just like it. Like certain songs. Like there's no reason for me to like this song, but I love it. And things like that. Or like, I don't know why I like this tiny squishy duck that my friend gave me, but I love him. He is a king. (laughs) It's just sometimes you like things because you like things, but sometimes you like things for a reason. Like people. Sometimes you like a guy because he's cute. Sometimes you like a guy because his nose does something weird. Or sometimes you like a girl because of how she laughs or because she's beautiful. Or sometimes you love that non-binary person. You think they're just so fucking amazing and fly, but you don't know why you like them so much. And it's because either you haven't thought about it or you just like them a lot. It's just a thing that people do. People like things. You like things. I know you like things. You have to like some things. <laughs> you can't hate everything. No, I'm kidding. But uh, in reality, people don't actually have those conscious conversations and thoughts with themselves. And that becomes them to, that becomes, wow, what, 
what was I, how was I wording that? That becomes a problem because they're not actually actualizing their true feelings. <laughs> they're not acting on their feelings. They're acting on what they think they know. Like, if you know you like the color green, then you get a green notebook and you're like, cool. But if I go to the store and I go to get a green notebook, it's because green is my favorite color and I like that notebook really well because it's green and it reminds me of the Waterboy's notebook. You know, in the, the Waterboy, they have like the green uh notebook with all the plays in it, you know, that whole thing. I'm not going to explain it, but you get what I mean. It's like a good color for a notebook. But that's what goes through my mind when I think of that notebook and why I wanted that one at the store. But that's definitely not what goes through your mind. So if you go to the store to go get a notebook, what do you think about? How do you pick one? What size? What color? What font? Like, what do you want? That's another thing people don't think of. What do you want? <laughs> like when people are hungry and they don't know where they want to eat. It's because they don't know themselves well enough to know what they're in the mood for. They don't know that that feeling. <laughs> but the thing is, is that a really easy way to tell what food you want is think about the last time you ate that certain food and see if you are in the mood for it. Because like if I want tacos, because I always want tacos, it's because I remember the last time I had a taco and it's so freaking good and I'm in the mood for it all the time. But pizza, I'm not always in the mood for because I have to be in a specific mood to want that pizza. So I think back to the last time I had the pizza and I was in that mood and I make the realization that I'm not in the mood for pizza and things like that. You break yourself down. You break your thought processes down to simple things, simple and easy things to understand. It's like drawing. If you're trying to draw a flower and you just try to go for it, you're going to screw it up. <laughs> can almost guarantee it. Because the thing is, is that you're thinking too hard about how to draw it. You're not actually looking at the shapes. You're looking at the whole thing and thinking that you have to try really hard to draw it. But in reality, if you do this with yourself, it'll make your life so much easier. Make it simple. If the flower has a petal that looks like a circle, draw a circle. And then build around the circle. You can use that circle to proportion out the rest of the flower. So you can use that one thought of why you like the color that you like. And use it to figure out the rest of yourself. It's like a key. It's, it's a way to get into your own mind. To put your, your foot in that door of acceptance of yourself. Of, of being able to go over small things. And then grow and talk about bigger topics like sexuality or gender or expression or, you know, whatever. It's a way to open yourself up. Because even if you're a really open person, sometimes you're really closed off to yourself. Sometimes you're really closed off of those deep or complicated thoughts because... Sometimes it's scary to jump into something you don't know. Sometimes it's scary to question everything. And so being able to do little things like that every day, like question why you like the taste of bananas, it helps you to figure yourself out and how you think and how you function. And by no means, I am not a therapist, <laughs> but I have been through a lot and I've learned to cope with my things 
in certain ways. And sometimes the way I cope with something actually helps somebody else to cope with their problems. So essentially all I'm trying to do with this podcast is open your brain up to the deep thoughts and allow you to have those thoughts without being scared, without feeling like you're being judged, just thinking openly. So the good question is, who are you? That's basically the topic of the day. Who are you? And you'll hear me say that a lot in my podcasts because it's very important for the rest of the podcast. Because <laughs> if you can think about beauty as a concept, like in the last episode, if you can actually break down the ideal of beauty and think about it in the segments and think about it in like the idea of makeup and flowers and art, if you can be able to break that down into categories and think about it in that way, you can do that with yourself. It's, you're proving to yourself that you are capable of being able to do that. So you are capable of being able to do that with yourself. You can figure yourself out. You can find yourself. It just takes time. Not everybody is just going to know exactly who they are and exactly what they want right off the bat. And if you do, that's great. But not everybody is like that. Not everybody is that open. So you have to be able to open yourself up like a clam with a little pearl on the inside. It's so beautiful and amazing. You just got to get the clam open first. You got to find yourself. Ooh, find yourself. So I will ask you for the 10 millionth time, who are you? What's your name? Do you like your name? What's your middle name? Do you like your middle name? <laughs> What's your last name? Do you like your last name? <laughs> what does your last name mean to you? What does your first name or your middle name mean to you? What does your love of coffee mean to you? <laughs> what does... What does... Just just start using program. What does this... What do the people... <laughs> what do the people in your life mean to you? What is your favorite thing about your kids? What's your favorite thing about your best friend? What's your favorite thing about yourself? Or your parents? Or your grandparents? Or your dog? Or your special sneaker? I don't know. What, what, what do those things mean? What do they mean to you? And how does them meaning something to you show you who you are? Like I said, we'll go back to the, the notebook example. A notebook really means a lot of things to me because I have multiple notebooks that are multiple colors. I have a light blue one that I specifically write poetry in that's really deep or, I don't know, <laughs> just poetry. And the thing is that it's blue. It's light blue because I want it to be light blue because I wanted to write poetry in it. And the thing is, is that made sense in my brain. I liked it because it gave me the idea that blue can be such a deep color, but this notebook is light blue. So it presents itself as light-hearted poetry, when in reality, it's this deep blue ocean of thoughts in my brain. And like my brain thinks about things that way, so that's why I liked the notebook so much. Or my red notebook, which is about songs, and the color red is a associated in my brain to multiple emotions anger lust love 
you know, attention, like a stop sign, or, you know, it's just an aggressive color. And I liked it because aggressive feelings are not always aggressive in nature. Like, if you love someone so much you could die, that's an aggressive feeling, but it's not going to aggress anybody, if you know what I mean. Like, it's not an attacking. It's so powerful and potent. And that's why I like the color red for a songbook, because you can write really powerful and potent songs that mean something to somebody. And that just associates my brain with the color red. And so that's why I like that one. So in a way, you can kind of see how I break down things in a really weird and obscure way in my own brain and go way far out of the box to think about things and why I like them. And you can do that too. (laughs) In a way, I tell people why I like things and it starts to make them see things differently, see things that they like differently. Like, think about your favorite food. Just think about it. Make your mouth water. Think about how good it tastes when you eat it. Think about how you feel when that first bite hits your tongue after being hungry all day and you eat it and you're just so happy about it. Think about that moment, that moment of purity, that moment of clarity. That in itself is you, is part of you. But people don't think about that, like I said. So, you know, when you sit down and eat, think about that. When you drink water, think about that. You know, just think. (laughs) Turn your brain on to the conscious function and consciously question and think about everything. Eventually, you'll have gone over everything in your life and you'll just be more comfortable in your life because you've categorized, you've done all of these things that society does but in a healthy way like concepts and constructs and expectations and all of those other things you would have gone over them and then you're comfortable because the thing is is that society makes up concepts and constructs to be comfortable so like you know what i just plugged my phone in the charger if there was a loud crackly sound just saying um Society makes labels to make themselves comfortable. Society categorizes and puts things in boxes to make things to understand, to make things more palatable, to make things digestible. Like, they go down easy. So essentially, if you do that with yourself and help to break down yourself in the way that is healthy, you'll become easy to understand to yourself. And then it'll make it easier for you to make friends and be able to explain yourself to them. I'm noticing that since I'm able to explain myself why I do what I do and my behaviors and things like that, people understand me better because I can explain myself to them. And as being one of the only non-binary people that I know, (laughs) I know like maybe one other non-binary person, but the thing is is that being like that poster child for something so huge as non-binary is intense. It forced me to be able to figure out who I am and study why I might feel a certain way or study other people's experiences and be able to explain it to somebody else and that kind of opened the door for me to be able to figure out myself and so essentially I'm gonna leave it at that (laughs) hopefully that makes sense hopefully this isn't just gibberish and you understand what I'm trying to say 
But basically, I'm going to ask you for the 10 millionth millionth time, who are you? What do you like? What do you not like? Who do you like? Who do you not like? Give me the tea. Um, what makes you, you? And I think I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> May the tie be on your side. Good night, good morning. And I will see you in the Overmorrow.